0: You are listening to Defunct Games Presents, Cyril Reed's Metal Gear. Previously on Cyril Reed's Metal Gear. After losing half of the team in a botched raid, Foxhound only has a few options left. Commander South wants to send Green Soldier Justin Haley, who is also known as Solid Snake, behind enemy lines. Plan is to sneak in without any weapons or proper communication, save the surviving Snake Men, rescue Ivan Petrovich, and kill Colonel Katafi. Unbeknownst to Solid Snake, the commander is sending him in on a suicide mission to act as a diversion for the real assault. Will his plan work? Can Justin Haley make it without alerting the guards? Find out now when we open up a can of snake meat and listen to a new episode of Cyril Reed's Metal Gear. Chapter 3. Getting In. Justin Haley sat in the dark glider, his long legs cramped up almost to his chest. His seat belt buckled across his shoulder and lap, the parachute strapped to his back. He'd been sitting like this for many hours... The glider was completely sealed his little cockpit let in no light haley had no idea what direction the mother plane had carried him all he knew for certain was that at some predetermined point just before the jet came within radar range of outer heaven the glider had been released soon it would lose enough altitude to come in low and escape enemy radar detection. Later, at some other preset time, the explosive bolt of the glider's cockpit cover would release, and Haley would parachute out and down into the unknown. From there, he would be on his own. The sudden sound of a cockpit bolt exploding startled Haley. But the instant his eject seat hurled him out of the glider, every one of his senses was on red alert. The chute opened without effort, unfurled like a giant silken sail, and carried Solid Snake silently to the earth. He snapped the lines free and gathered the folds of his chute into the bundle he could carry. Now he looked around him, trying to see something. Anything. But visibility was zero. Haley had landed in the complete darkness, in the middle of what felt like, and what smelt like, a jungle. Trees and vines were all around him, and there was a heavy, warm mist rising from the jungle floor. Seeing anything at all was impossible. Down and safe, he spoke into the compass, hoping that someone at Foxhound Command would be online and monitoring him. All around him, Haley heard the sound of the jungle, of wild beasts, night stalkers, and killer animals. It was too dark to travel. He'd have to wait until dawn. Climbing up into a nearby tree, Haley disturbed a sleeping tribe of little red monkeys who scattered through the branches, angrily chattering. Justin wrapped the parachute around him and settled into the crotch of the tree to grab a few hours of uneasy sleep he didn't know when he'd have a chance to rest again three hours later he awoke although the Sun could barely pass through the thick jungle canopy enough light penetrated to rouse Haley all of his senses on red alert he looked around him in every direction apart from the animals and bird sounds in early morning there was nothing Justin climbed down silently to the jungle floor and set out on his mission, the search for Outer Heaven. Some highly developed instinct, the result of his snake-man training, led his feet west. He noticed that there was fewer birds and monkeys in that direction, and fewer animals always spells the dangerous presence of man. Animals were far from stupid, They could teach man a few tricks about survival in the hostile terrain. So West Haley went, keeping low and as quiet as possible. As he moved without sound through the jungle, Justin Haley found himself suddenly in a patch of jungle growth that was fouled by a strong, almost sickening odor. His nose wrinkled. Solid Snake recognized that smell. Panther musk. It might be a useful weapon. Rubbing himself against the jungle plants, Haley let the heavy, musky cat smell seep into his suit of camos. Now he smelled exactly like a jungle killer. Other animals would keep out of the way, unless, of course, they should bump into another male panther. Then he'd be in the battle of his life. Solid Snake smiled as he thought of himself in a cat fight. Although, it would be no laughing matter if it actually happened. At last! After three more miles of trudging through the dense, dank vegetation, Justin Haley saw light ahead. That could only mean a clearing. A man-made clearing. Trees that had been cut down around a huge circle several miles wide, and the leafy canopy was a large hole in the middle. Sunlight poured down. Careful now! Haley crouched down and edged forward very slowly. On the edge of the clearing, he stopped. Bingo! Three military trucks, with a strange insignia painted on their sides, were parked in the clearing, Two of them close together, and the third one much further off. The insignia, a grinning, fanged reptile entwined around a twisted, broken tree, was something Haley didn't recognize. But it had a menacing quality that struck a familiar chord deep inside him. It told him that Metal Gear wasn't far away. Beyond the trucks... About half a mile away and surrounded by a high electric fence stood a vast compound of sealed off buildings they appeared to be made of cast of concrete or heavy stone they had no visible windows Solid Snake grinned the satellite photos of Foxhound command were on target this massive and menacing compound must be outer heaven Solid Snake sat back and spoke softly into his compass. I think I'm at a mission site. I have visual of a potential target. Looks like outer heaven, guys. He waited a minute, hoping for a reply, maybe a beep or some kind, to let him know that the home base had him on the computer screen. But there was no return transmission. Was the monitoring system working? Or had he been cut off from Foxhound command? He'd have to locate a radio transceiver as soon as possible to find out. Justin stood up carefully, looking in every direction. As he did, the jungle silence was broken by a sudden, ear-splitting chorus of snarls and growls. Six barking killer dogs... Giant, half-starved Dobermans burst out of one of the trucks. Their fangs were enormous, white and sharp. Their powerful jaws dripped foamy saliva. Snapping and howling, they raced towards Haley at top speed. Chapter 4, Inside the Gates In his training with the Snake Man squad, Justin had learned an entire language of commands to control killer dogs. He could get them to halt and to sit in German, Russian, Swahili, Chinese, Japanese, Arabic, and a dozen other tongues. But he had no idea in what country he was now, not even which continent. His canine vocabulary would be of no use here. He had only seconds to spare no way could solid outrun this pack of trained attack dogs without a weapon he couldn't even defend himself even if he managed to snatch up a branch from the jungle floor and use it as a club haley was no match for a half dozen frenzied attack dogs who lived only to tear out the intruder's throat suddenly an idea struck him it was a crazy idea but it could be his only chance Throwing himself to the ground, Haley raised himself on all fours like a giant cat, bracing himself as the dogs came closer. He could smell their hot, strong breath and see their insane rolling eyes. Most of all, there were these sharp, white fangs less than a foot away from his face. Now the killer dogs had almost reached him, They were only inches away from chewing him into raw hunks of bloody flesh. Solid Snake arched his back high. He snarled and growled low in his throat, meanwhile staring hard at the lead dog with narrowing, angry eyes. Drawing his upper lip back, Haley spat and yowled like a furious, giant cat. Just as they heard Haley's unearthly sounds, the strong scent of the panther musk on his camouflage suit hit the dog's sensitive noses. Jungle Predator! A male panther! Between the sounds and the smell, the Dobermans perceived Solid Snake as a big cat. 170 pounds of pure panther power with incredibly strong teeth and claws sharp enough to rip the dogs into confetti. The Doberman skidded to a halt, yelping, and then turned tail and rushed away, almost knocking each other over in their eagerness to escape. Laughing under his breath, Justin Haley watched them go, Then Haley's expression turned serious. He had some heavy work to do. Crouching low, he slipped silently, Almost invisibly across the clearing towards the nearest truck. About fifty yards away, he kept his eyes peeled for guards, but saw none. Empty! The truck stood empty. No guards, well, no dogs. On the seat of the truck's cab, a pair of powerful rubber cased field binoculars had been left. Solid Snake's hands closed around them in triumph. The binoculars were the first piece of equipment he'd need. Now, he was on his way. Should he commandeer this truck? No. The third truck, parked furthest away from him, was closest to the gate of Outer Heaven. That was the most useful one. By the time he'd make it over there, he'd know if any trucks were guarded. The second truck was, in fact, guarded. Inside the cab, the uniformed guard, a muscular man with a heavy black mustache, was drowsing in the front seat. Haley came up behind him without a sound. The man only turned in his sleep, snoring. Two swift rabbit punches from Solid Snake's strong, quick fist, and the sleeping guard was out like a light on a one-way ticket to Dreamland. One down, but was the sleeping guard alone? Guards almost always come in pairs. A sudden noise behind him made Haley turn. Another uniformed guard, tall and heavy, was leveling an automatic weapon at Solid Snake's stomach. Growling something of a guttural language, Haley didn't understand him, but Justin could see the guard's finger threatening that trigger. Lightning fast, Haley aimed a knee kick and connected. With a cry of pain, the big man went down, and an open-handed chop to a hairy neck finished him off for now. He lay still, not even twitching. Solid Snake looked around. The overpowering of the two guards had been so swift and silent that no alarm had been raised. Yet. But it could happen at any moment. Should he take the guard's automatic weapon? No. Haley might encounter metal detectors on his way into the Outer Heaven compound. Better wait until I'm inside, he thought. But something else caught Justin Haley's eyes. He knelt down at the side of the fallen guard. Attached to the big man's uniform by a pin was a plastic card bearing the same strange insignia and encoded with a series of raised symbols. Haley recognized it immediately as a key card that might activate at least one of the electronic doors and gates of the Metal Gear base. The fallen man must have been an officer to be authorized to carry a key. This was a real piece of luck. Solid Snake pocketed the key card and moved rapidly towards the third truck. The third truck was empty, and unguarded. It was parked fairly close to the gate of the base. Justin Haley got behind the wheel and put the truck into low gear. The vehicle moved slowly towards the entrance of the base. Driving with one hand and feeling around with the front seat with the other, Solid Snake found a package of half-eaten rations. Evidently, the men must have recently had their breakfast. Cautiously, He took a nibble, tasted it, and made a face. Government-issued field rations are the same all over the world, he thought. They may be packed densely with nutrition and vitamins, but they all taste like a cross between cat food and an old rubber tire. Even so, he chewed the rations quickly and swallowed grimly. No telling when he'd have another meal, and this so-called food... ...would at least give him a quick energy boost. Also on the seat was a pair of cigarettes. Haley reached for them, but drew his hand back. Could they be poisoned? His instincts told him that he could be a deadly trap. And even if the cigarettes contained no added poison... ...they were deadly enough by themselves. He decided to leave them there. But he did take the matches... Hatches could be used in many ways. The truck was at the gate now. Solid Snake slipped out of the driver's seat and crouched down, keeping the vehicle behind him and the gate, while his quick eyes darted around, checking the guards. Two armed men were patrolling, but they were overconfident, talking to each other in that same strange language. They didn't expect to see Haley, so they didn't see Haley. He had made himself into a shadow, as he'd been trained all along. Holding his breath, Solid Snake waited until they passed along the far side of the electrified fence. Then Haley duck-walked up the gate, looking for the electrified lock. When he reached it, he stood up. This was it. Would the key card in his hand be the one that opened the locked gate? Or would the alarm go off, bringing guards running from all sides? Only one way to find out. Haley pressed the embossed side of the card against the lock. For a split second, nothing happened. Then, a click. The gate opened, and Haley ran inside. Swifter than a shadow, and just about as invisible. I don't know if you're copying... i'm in he whispered into the homing device the compass he'd been carrying all along no radio so no response once again justin wondered if anyone back at the command would hear him maybe the compass was defective maybe the transmission channel was blocked or scrambled or something maybe who who knew the possibilities for a mess-up were almost endless What he didn't know was that although the compass was really just a compass, he was transmitting, after all, through a hidden micro-radio that had been sewn into the sleeve back at the base. He's in, Commander South announced, his eyes on the large computer screen. Heaven help him, whispered General West. To be continued. And now, Metal Gear Substance, a look back at Chapters 3 and 4. Now this is the Solid Snake I know and love. This is the kind of guy that isn't afraid to do something radical to get out of fighting a pack of wild dogs, can't outrun Dobermans, then simply get down on all fours and pretend to be a cougar. And, and not even like the Elizabeth Taylor kind of cougar. I, I'm talking about a giant cat growling cougar. Yeah, what the hell, Snake? And, and why are you so paranoid all of a sudden? You're, you're afraid to take a cigarette because it might be poisoned? Who's poisoning cigarettes in the off chance that the enemy is a smoker who will just pass by the base and want to burn one? Who do they think wants to infiltrate the base? Joe Camel? If you think a smoker is going to make it through the jungle and into your base, then you clearly haven't been paying attention to the Surgeon General's warning on the side of the box. If you're going to poison anything, I mean anything, you would think that they would go after the rations. Yet Solid Snake has no problem jamming that dry slab of nutrition into his mouth. He didn't even mind that there was a little bite taken out of it. Yet, Yet the cigarette was a step too far. The cigarette! If Snake survives this thing, it's going to be based solely on dumb luck. Speaking of which, if Snake wants to blend in and infiltrate the base, then then why didn't he steal one of the guard's uniforms? What's the deal? Just, Just put it on over your camo and walk around normally. Most people won't even notice, especially if you have the proper key cards, which he does. Did our heroes skip out on that day of snake-eater training? You would think this would be the obvious move. Maybe they sent the right person in to die after all. Also, if you're if you're going to be taking shots of alcohol every time Solid Snake does something, like an animal or, or references an animal or something, that you might as well just take the rest of the day off of work. Not only does he do the obvious snake references, but, but Justin, he duck walks, and he even imitates a cougar. Oh, oh, and he evicted a family of monkeys. Dick, is the doctor still alive? What will happen when Foxhound sends in the other team and, and Snake realizes that he's just a pawn? These questions and more might be answered next week on Cyril Reed's Metal Gear.